Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Hello, American. Happy Saturday. I hope you're enjoying this beautiful summer weekend, getting some family time before the kids go back to school, maybe getting out to the beach, sitting on the back deck, sipping a wine chilled by your wine enthusiast, wine cooler, whatever you're doing this weekend. We wanted to give you some special content. I know a lot of people were interested in the story I broke the last 24 hours in conjunction with our good friend, Senator Chuck Grassley, but I wanted you to see I'm digging a little bit deeper about Chris Ray's record in going after political bias, misconduct in his own agency. We've got the Michigan case where FBI agents failed to follow the leads and protect the young Olympian gymnasts who were being sexually assaulted by Dr. Nasser. We've got some of the misconduct and concerns that occurred in the Whitmer kidnapping case that jurors rejected recently. We've got the Russia collusion case, of course, and then There also is the ongoing revelations that Senator Grassley talked about on this show Thursday. We have serious questions about political bias, and we broke the story last night with the help of Senator Grassley that one of the top executives who have been fingered by whistleblowers for being involved in political manipulation of cases has been moved from his job. And as part of that, the FBI's director, Chris Ray, said he finds these allegations that Senator Grassley has been able to document deeply troubling. I'm glad he finds them deeply troubling, but no one's been fired. Not clear that there's a real internal investigation of what's going on. And quite frankly, some of the bias of this one official, Timothy Tebow, that's been out there, was sitting on social media, meaning anybody could see it. The FBI doesn't even monitor their own employees on social media. They're monitoring parents. They're monitoring their own employees. Well, today we're going to dive into that issue. We've got a really great lineup for a Saturday afternoon. I feel very lucky to have this. First up is a former member of the House Judiciary Committee, a man who played a very important role alongside of Devin Nunes and Mark Meadows and Jim Jordan, Andy Biggs, to unravel the fake, false, just now discredited Russia collusion narrative of the FBI, Russia collusion investigation of the FBI, Congressman Doug Collins from the great state of Georgia, he is going to dig in and talk to us about the state of FBI integrity. Is Chris Ray the right guy to solve the problems? If he's not the right guy, 
What can be done? Should there be a change? What do we do in America to restore the confidence that we really need to have in our FBI? FBI has a critical role. There are great men and women all throughout the agency, but bias, missteps, lying, all the things that have been caught in recent years, it seems to keep going on. They have not interrupted the cycle enough. And I think former Congressman Doug Collins is going to dig us in on that issue. We're going to learn a lot, have a great conversation with him. And then Ken Blackwell, the former Ohio Secretary of State, he has been thinking about election integrity for a long time. Ohio is one of those states that has fewer problems than what we've seen like in places like Georgia and Arizona and Michigan and Wisconsin. So he's got a good track record to back it up when he was Secretary of State. But most importantly, Ken Blackwell has been thinking about the election integrity challenges that predominant mail-in voting can create. And one of those we just saw again this week, right? We saw that Arizona in its primary place where there are a lot of questions in 2020, but here's the 2022 primary. They couldn't determine a winner in the governor's race for two or three days. I mean, foreign countries get it done a day. Why can't we? And then because they're so used to mail-in votings, one of the counties, Pinal County, actually didn't prepare to have enough day of paper ballots for people to vote. They underestimated the day of election turnout. and didn't have the proper basics. The P's and Q's Basic blocking and tackling of elections. The situation was so embarrassing to Pinal County that their election chief was removed, fired, kicked out. But you know what? There's a lot more to be going on. And here's one of the most important things. The last two elections have had a lot of bumps in Arizona. There's one common element to that time frame. The Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs, has presided over both of them, and she now has just become the Democratic nominee for Arizona governor. She wants to be promoted. The question is, is she failing up? Is she responsible for the laissez-faire election planning, enforcement, and basic integrity that so many people fear is infecting the Arizona election? Well, I'll tell you what, Ken Blackwell, he's going to give us a straight answer. He always does. We're going to have that right after the commercial break. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. You know what, folks? Stress may be why you can't lose weight. If you've got moderate to high stress like I do, a doctor-formulated weight loss supplement called Lean could be your solution. Chronic stress wreaks havoc on blood sugar, which can cause your body to store excess fat. Stress can also slow your metabolism, which fuels weight gain. And you know all about stress eating and sugar cravings, right? Now the good news. The studied ingredients in lean have been shown to help maintain healthy blood sugar levels, help optimize metabolism, and keep your appetite under control. Now, if your life is a bit stressful like mine and you want to lose weight, add lean to your healthy diet 
and exercise lifestyle. Now get 15% off and free shipping at takelean.com. That's takelean.com and enter the promo code justnews15. That's the promo code justnews15 at takelean.com. One more time, takelean, L-E-A-N.com. Statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease, and it's not a substitute alternative for care from a healthcare provider. Welcome back, everybody. In fact, I get to even welcome back Amanda Head. Somehow she ran across the entire conference center, got in her chair. She's going to be joining us in just a second. Now, we're going to pivot to election integrity, a very important issue in America. Now, if you don't hear about election integrity, integrity issues very often in Ohio, there's a good reason. Our next guest helped set up the right type of system. He's the former Secretary of State of Ohio and the current chairman of the Center for Election Integrity at the America First Policy Institute. He is Ken Blackwell and a great friend of the show. Ken, great to uh, have you on the show today. Hey, John, good to be with you. Uh, I got to see if you could help me make sense of this Arizona mess. So uh, we had a lot of problems in 2020. The Senate did a big investigation. We have the first big primary afterwards, and it's well, two days after the votes were cast, and we don't even have a declared winner in the governor's race. What's going on with this big absentee mail-in ballot state? Well, you know, I, I think it's ironic that the current secretary of state is the nominee uh, of the Democrats to be governor. Uh, and this is a clear demonstration of incompetence. And I'm going to hope that it is incompetence and not a deliberate circumventing of uh, a free and fair election. Uh, it is very, very clear that there are two tracks that they needed to be working on in Arizona. Uh, the one is tightening the chain of custody. And one of the ways that they did that uh, was to encourage uh, in-person voting on election day. Uh, and boy, did they do that. Uh, on the other hand, uh, we, we tried to make sure that we reduce in mail, uh, vote by mail. And and if they were going to do that, uh, that there was a real tight chain of custody uh, so that they could expedite uh, the counting of the ballots. They have failed miserably at that. And that is uh, on uh, the, the desk of Hobbs. Uh, mm -hmm. She, in fact, has, has failed as an election administrator. Uh, and you know, as you and I have always talked, uh, <laughs> The foundation of our American system of self-governance is liberty, and the core expression of the people's liberty is their ability to choose their representation uh, in free and fair elections. Transparency is so key, uh, and engagement. And one of the things that we know out in Arizona is that uh, folks have been engaged at the precinct level, uh, and I think that is what really did account for a, a groundswell of participation. This is just so disappointing uh, that Hobbs has, uh, Secretary Hobbs has failed us in terms of administering an efficient election. And like most Democrats do, they fail upward. Now she gets to run for governor. It's absolutely extraordinary. I think we have Amanda in here. Amanda, are you on the set now? Hi. Yes. Hello, gentlemen. Sorry to uh, show up fashionably late to the party. <laughs> Good to have you, Mr. <laughs> Secretary. Hey, I wanted to ask you, you know, we, 
you look at the Georgia special elections for those two Senate seats and you look at, at midterm uh, at primaries and, and there is an uptick in the voting. But my concern is that especially fresh off this news out of Arizona with the voting issues that we're going to slip back into that Georgia special election territory and turnout is going to be punished as a result. Do you share the same concerns? Well, I, that is a that is a possibility. But one of the things that I know about what has happened out in Arizona in terms of grassroots organizations uh, and uh, participation is that there has been much engagement at the precinct level. Uh, that that means that people understand that they're not subjects, they are citizens. And one of the responsibilities of citizenship is to be involved at the lowest level, the whole principle of subsidiarity. Do what you can at the lowest possible level. And in this case, that means election administration at the precinct level with robust involvement of, of, of citizens. I, I, you know, I, I tell you, I think there's going to be a tremendous backlash uh, to this gross incompetence. And again, I'm hoping that it is incompetence and that and we should we should measure whether or not she should be uh, awarded uh, a promotion or if it's worse than incompetence and this is a deliberate undercutting of uh, a, a free free and fair election system uh, uh, there, there has to be not only a political price to pay I think there has to be a uh, legal price to pay yeah and uh, mr. secretary just a few minutes ago we got word of a little bit of accountability accountability in Arizona the Pinal County elections chief he has been removed from his job. That's the county where they didn't have enough ballots for the people who showed up at the polls. I mean, the most un-American thing you can imagine. So at least one person has lost their job in the last 24 hours. It's going to be very interesting to see what we learn about Secretary Hobbs in the next few days. I want to ask you, when people think about election integrity, when they think about good, well-run uh, elections, they think about the time that you supervised Ohio's elections. You've been putting together a lot of great ideas at AFPI for how we can run a better election in every city, community, county, and state in America. What are some of the things you think troubled states like Arizona should be taking from your lessons? Well, I think that we should make sure that people are who they say that, that they are. So that's, a, that's in the, the verification bucket. And right now, Arizonans will have an opportunity in the fall uh, to, in fact, vote on a photo ID uh, requirement. And, I, and, and that is going to drive a lot of folks to the polls because they know that they have a chance to, to actually fortify their system on, the, on, a, on a good practice. The other thing is that we, we really do encourage voting on election day uh, because what happens when you vote on election day, you reduce the number of hands and the number of steps with, that your ballot has to go through once it leaves your hands uh, and before it is it is counted. Uh, and so we, we saw evidence that many people on election day, as opposed to mailing their ballot in, they walked it in. They didn't trust the unguarded drop boxes. Uh, and so uh, making sure that we encourage um, same uh, voting on election day in person is very is very, very important. The other thing I think is <laughs> is equally important is to make sure that we have competent administrators who will will make sure that there's enough paper. And so, because we, we, we believe 
that if you take a look at both developed and developing countries across the, uh, the globe uh, who have large populations, they actually count paper ballots quickly. And we need to do that. We need to go back. And I'm afraid that I would have been a Luddite at the turn of the industrial age, because in this case, I think the old fashioned way is solid. Paper on election day, engage. Good advice. Okay, well, speaking of competent election administrators and officials, <laughs> just kidding, Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson, just north of you, she will be up against one of the, a frequent guest of our program, Christina Karama, who has hammered election integrity in her state of Michigan. But we do have these Democrat secretaries of state who are fighting tooth and nail to keep the status quo, the status of election laws in 2020. How do state legislatures, and I'm speaking to our audience, people who can actually actually affect change within their states, what can they do to, to take on these secretaries of state? Well, they, they, have, they have to be engaged. Uh, that's why for the last 18 months, I've tried to collaborate. Uh, AFPI, through its Center for Election Integrity, has worked with Honest, the Honest Election Project and the Heritage Action Project and Cleta Mitchell uh, and, and, and her effort. Uh, along with Tea Party patriots, we have been driving people to be involved at the precinct level as observers and as as workers. And that sort of civic engagement in the process is very, very important. You know, there's a biblical uh, saying uh, in John 3, those who would do evil love the darkness. Through our civic engagement, we in fact have to be points of light and we had to shine lights into the dark corners of corrupt election processes. When we do that, when we engage, uh, we in fact take control of the system. What, right. the, what the folks in Washington wanna do is in fact impose a Washington controlled system. They do. We have to resist that at, right, at all costs. Uh, you are absolutely right. Mr. Secretary, many words of wisdom. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really enjoyed that. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote. It's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale. Four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.US slash Just News. That's AMAC.US forward slash 
Just News. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Our next guest knows a thing or two about oversight about the FBI during his tenure in Congress and on the House Judiciary Committee. He helped unravel the false Russia collusion investigation. He is former Congressman Doug Collins and the host of one of my favorite podcasts, the Doug Collins Podcast. Congressman, great, great to have you back on the show. Hey, John, it's always good to be back with you. And have Amanda here, too. I mean, I can't be better. I'm in person. I'm jealous you got custody of her today. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> custody is probably the best term to use. <laughs> uh, let me start off. You have been very concerned about the way Chris Ray has dealt with all of these allegations, whether it's the Michigan failures and the sexual assault case against the Olympians, the Russia collusion case. People seem to walk all the time without any consequence, without any punishment. When you hear that Chris Ray finally moved somebody after Chuck Grassi brought these whistleblowers out, what's your thought on Chris Ray's tenure? Well, I think it's going to go down as one of a very one of troubled times. It's going to be one in which there's been lack of decisions and, and indecisions in which it's caused the FBI to be questioned and its motives actually be questioned. Here's the question I have for you, John, that I would, you know, and I asked my, you know, my friend Chuck Grassley is granted, I'm glad he moved him, but why didn't he fire him? Where is the accountability at the FBI to actually fire people, to actually get rid of people? And frankly, from my opinion, going back even further to Comey and many of the others, actually prosecute those who do something wrong. Uh, Chris Ray, I mean, I know him personally as far as you know his background. I think he, I think it's the job's just too big, and I think it's been too big to start with, and that's been a problem. Well, and I think that that's why messages like drain the swamp when Donald Trump ran in 2016 resonated so much because people don't want the shuffling and the musical chairs of people around federal government jobs. They want them fired. They want well, them gone. Well, exactly. And I think we've seen this. In it. And when you have it at the Department of Justice, I mean, sometimes you see it in other departments and, you know, the career civil service, you have to go through it. You know, I'll bring back for John, you and Amanda both remember that there were people watching pornography at government. And, and Daryl Issa had this great quote one time. He said, how many hours of pornography do you have to watch to get fired? Well, you know, it's like, but my question is at the Department of Justice, not following protocol, not doing what you're supposed to be doing. How much does that go into? Because you're at the very core of what we believe in. And I believe one of the problems we've got now, whether it was just y'all talking about uh, Arizona just a minute ago, whether it be elections or whether it be the corruption that we're seeing, is if you don't have an FBI that's believed in, that's the problem. And, and the old saying, John, goes is, you know, perception's reality. And unfortunately, the perception at this point is that the FBI and the Department of Justice are, are rudderless. And Chris Ray is a part of that. And Merrick Garland's not helping. Let me ask you, uh, Congressman, if you had two minutes with uh, Chris Ray, what action would you ask him to take to make things better? 
I think the first part is I think there's going to have to be a real change at some of the higher levels with some of these issues going back. And I know some people say, oh, you're looking back, you're looking back. We're not because I think there's an endemic. What we found, and John, you saw this as well, in the Russia issues and in the email issues with Clinton and others, it was something that had built into a politicization of the FBI and the Department of Justice for that matter. And I see that happening again. If I was Chris Ray to, to make this right, I think you'd have to go back and look at the higher level appointments, see who's been there, what they're actually doing and how, what their involvement was, especially with the FISA court. We almost don't even talk about the FISA court issue anymore, but yet that was where the FBI was caught you know, just red-handed, if you would, lying to the FISA court. And this is a secret court in which there's not really any, you know, defendant capability here. This is simply the government making their case and, and being then able to do, uh, you know, undercover remotely without any oversight uh, spying. And I think this is a concern. So those are the kind of things I think that would be very much appreciated by most of them Washington, but also taking it these uh, issues that have been put forward simply applying to the recommendations is one thing it's actually going ahead and making more recommendations looking yourself and now chris ray i think thinks that he doesn't have to do those things because merrick garland and others in the department are actually politicizing it even more so it's it's sort of settled down and i hate it for the 99 percent of the field operatives and others with the fbi who do it right every day they're frustrated i hear from them i know you have as well they're frustrated with what's going on uh, in washington Congressman, I want to shift away from the federal level and head to the state level. John has heard me on my soapbox many times <laughs> about how you have to get involved at the local and the state yes. level. That's how you affect change. With regards to crime in America's cities, Americans are getting fed up. They recalled Cheza Boudin in yes. San Francisco. And I just saw this afternoon, after he had said that he planned to run again, he threw in the towel today and said, I'm not going to run again. At least on the local and the state level, when it comes to prosecutors, do you think they are getting the message? I think they're being, it's one of those things where I think the light is now being shined on it. And when you look at the light, you know, the greatest disinfectant is light. You know, that's all you have to do is start. And so what we're seeing for these George Soros elected, and let's, let's call it exactly what it is. When you see, if you're listening to the show tonight, and all of a sudden you have a district attorney's race or a lower level race, what we'll call it, that all of a sudden has a lot of money, a very professional campaign. And there's seemingly a message behind it. You need to worry about this because I'm going to let you know that district attorneys, judges, these folks, there's a very small pool that can actually run for those offices. So it's not like just anybody can run. So Soros, the left does this very well. I mean, go back and read their books. Saul Alinsky wrote about this years ago. But they, they have picked this out. Soros said, I can change internally the way America is, is going by getting to these district attorneys. We've already seen this happen in San Francisco. Hopefully, the just complete moron in Los Angeles, then in your part of the world, is gone. Um, but I'm going to be talking about that even this weekend. Criminal justice reform is something conservatives own, not liberals. This right. is not criminal justice reform where you're not giving bail, you're you're not prosecuting crimes. You have the Manhattan DA who it just is a, and then needs to be impeached if he could um, over the fact that he's not uh, prosecuting the crimes that are being charged. That takes a trickle down effect to the officers on the street who are actually who are actually correcting and going out and having to deal with the criminals and then having to turn them over to a DA's office that's not doing it. So everybody out there, pay attention to these races. Don't always be no who's president or senate or governor know your local county commissioners and district that's attorneys. what i've been saying you got it oh man we're gonna talk about find, right here find we got out it. who comptroller right is there. i don't know what yeah. it is but find out <laughs>
two, uh, two of the smartest people I know agree. I'm going to join right in and say I agree, too. That's great advice. <laughs> Congressman, just real quick, you got about 10 seconds. Tell us how people can get your podcast. Uh, anywhere they get their podcast. They can go on to anywhere, download the Doug Collins podcast, or they can go to the DougCollinsPodcast.com. You'll see my blog. You'll see everything. They also email me there as well. Yeah, it's a great enterprise. We love what you do, sir. And thanks for joining us today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. All right, folks, thanks for joining us on a Saturday. Great show. Big thanks to Doug Collins and Ken Blackwell for their very insightful interviews, analysis on two issues important to integrity, FBI integrity election integrity a really great show i want to thank everybody for all that they do to make our shows successful our reporting impactful our facts widespread distributed and one of those are my good friends at the heritage foundation they have a daily news product i read every morning the daily signal it is the perfect source for easy to digest and honest reporting on current events and they also have great policy debates great analysis great opinion pieces Thought leadership at its best and the easiest way to get caught up with their news is to sign up every day for their morning briefing at dcmorningnews.org. Let me give you that again, dcmorningnews.org. What a great URL. Go there, get signed up, become a member of the Daily Signal like I am. I'm a member of the family. I love their stuff. They got great stuff every day. Don't miss a chance to get involved. All right, folks, that wraps up our Saudi edition. We'll have the best of the television show on tomorrow. You're going to enjoy it. A lot of great guests. Marsha Blackburn, the senator from Tennessee. Ralph Norman, the congressman from South Carolina. The brand new Michigan Republican nominee for governor, Tudor Dixon. The great law professor, Alan Dershowitz. And of course, Dr. Harvey Risch, the one guy who got the pandemic and COVID-19 right when Anthony Fauci and Debbie Burks, well, they seem to have struggled to get anything right. Well, we're going to have all those tomorrow on a star-studded cast. Tune in again tomorrow at John Solomon Reports. In the meantime, if you're... Itching for a news fix in the middle of this great summer weekend, go to justthenews.com. Check us out. We've got it covered 24-7 with the great investigative reporting we do and, of course, the breaking news. We have breaking news headlines from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. we got you covered. All right, that wraps up the Saturday special edition of John Solomon Reports. We'll be back tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great weekend. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. 
I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, and unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe. Hey there, it's Amanda Head, and I am thrilled to introduce to you my new exciting podcast, Furthermore, with Amanda Head, broadcasting weekly from sunny Los Angeles, California, and brought to you by the dynamic Just the News Podcast Network. On this fresh and engaging podcast, I delve into the latest news with a little bit of a twist, exploring the furthermore of every story. But this isn't your typical run-of-the-mill news commentary or politically charged program. I interview a diverse range of guests, including business leaders, entertainers, musicians, educators, expert politicians, and many influential figures from both the United States and around the world. So why not make your Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays a little more interesting? Tune in on your preferred podcast platform and discover furthermore with Amanda Head on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And don't forget to hit that follow or subscribe button and be sure to download the latest episodes. I can't wait to have you join me on this exciting journey.